0: Episode 1 of Aperture Priority, 2018 Goodies. Welcome to
1: the Aperture Priority Podcast, an Avila Studios production where it's all about photography and fun. Now open up that aperture and let some creative light in.
0: Hello and welcome to episode 1 of Aperture Priority. I'm your host Tony Avila and today I have a good friend with me, David. Go ahead and introduce yourself.
1: Hey, there Tony. I'm David Kane with DPCS Photo. I've been doing this for about eh, a good 14 years and you know, it all started with a sarcastic remark to a friend and now all these years later I'm sitting here with you talking about our passion, what we enjoy doing.
0: That's right. We both uh, share the same passion for uh, the photography and we both, uh, I think both we could say, uh, we both love fine art black and white photography. We probably share that in common.
1: Yeah, lately I've been on a uh, black and white kind of mix. It's just, uh, I look at an image and I'm like, do I like it in color? And let's throw it back over to black and white and go, oh crap, that's really good. And just stick with that and I'll get a model and go, why didn't you keep it in color? And I'm like, well, because black and white looks really good. Yeah. But, uh, it, you know, it's all a... It's all about phases in your photography and your work. Sometimes you feel like doing one thing and then you'll move on to another and you'll enjoy that for a while and you might go back or you just find something new. But everything adds to the experience of the photography. I mean, you are to have different mistakes with black and white than you would with color and vice versa. So it's always it's a learning experience and it's fun. Oh
0: yeah. I mean, most definitely I I I hearken back to the days I used to shoot what's called black and white infrared film and uh I really enjoyed that, but you know, it was kind of a pain in the butt because I had to load the camera in a dark bag in complete darkness because any light would it would affect the film. And uh, and after you shot it, if I was on location and I want to put another roll, I'd have to have this bag with me because I'd have to put the camera inside, take the film out. Put the new one back in, and hopefully, I wouldn't get the canisters mixed up. But uh, I do like digital. Uh, I think uh, probably what, two, no, going almost three years ago, my black and white sparked back again. Which I kind of want to lead to today's show is talking about what kind of new goodies that uh, for 2018 that I'm looking to get to add to my arsenal.
1: Which is a massive arsenal, I might add. I'm jealous oh. every time you call me up. <laughs> I just got this X, X, Y. What yeah. do you think? And I'm sitting there thinking, I hate you. That's what I think.
0: Yeah, I, I just recently uh, purchased, and uh, I was on the fence about it, but I really do like, it's a company called Godox, and they make a flash called the AD200, so I took a chance, ordered from b and I did a test shoot last week with my good friend, Crystal, who's a, another photographer. And I really enjoyed it. It's a 200-watt compact flash. It's about as big as your regular flash that you put on the camera. Very flexible and all the goodies with it. And more and more, I'm looking for lighter, lighter. I, you know If I'm going to go on-site, I don't want to haul my 400 watt lights with power packs and you know it's by the time i get there i'm worn out but well not only
1: that you have more of a chance of dropping something yes. or losing something or forgetting something which and, all three very bad things
0: and it's like an expensive drop when you drop one 400 watt head so yeah so i enjoyed it I, i'm now uh i'm looking to get a second one because for the price and maybe even later on a third one so I'm really excited about uh, about this uh, Godox lighting system. Uh, what's also nice about it, the unit itself, I could use it on my Nikon. I'm waiting for them to release the Fuji Film transceiver, and I'm going to order that. So. I don't have to buy a separate flash for the Fuji system. I just – and the, the transceiver is like $69. Well, yeah. Here it's we worth go. it. Why not? Why not? You know, uh, to give you an idea, when I, my Ellen Crumbs, to get the Nikon – I think Ellen Crumb calls it Hypersync. It was a $250 transceiver. So to buy, you know, you know, it's like, well, if you buy two for another camera system, you know, that's – for $500, that's, that's quite a – you know. Quite a bit. Now I don't know how long the Godox. you are fairly new. Hopefully they'll even if it lasts a year or two. Sixty nine dollars is not bad versus five hundred dollars. So so, yeah. so that's kind of something I'm looking at. I'm also trying to think what uh, what Nikon. If Nikon comes out with their mirrorless camera, I'm waiting to see. I know. Canon guy across the room. but right. I'm uh, over there with
1: my thumbs down in front uh, <laughs> of me. sticking taking out my tongue.
0: I'm waiting to see what they're going to come out with. Uh, they're talking about a new mount, something called a Z mount. I know uh, some Nikon people on the forum are having a fit, but uh, the way I look at it, I think Nikon does need to make a new mount for mirrorless. Uh, but we'll see what happens there. So I'm kind of on, on holding right now. I really do like the Fuji system. So I'm trying to think, you know, what what's the second lens I'd like to get for it? So I'm looking at the 50mm 2.0 or the 16mm uh, 1.4. Uh, the 50mm is a standard lens, you know, standard little prime lens. The other nice thing I liked about the Fuji, I can adapt uh, my older Nikon manual focus lenses on it, and I can uh, focus peak. Mm-hmm. So that helps me manually focus, so... Uh, so that's kind of on my uh, list, first part of the year to get by, is buying some of this uh, newer gear. How about you? Uh, what Are you looking at any new toys?
1: Well, first of all, I mean, you got to remember something about you and me. When you look at a piece of equipment, you you look at the, uh, the specs. And when I look at a piece of equipment, I don't know the specs. I'm all self-taught. I never took very many classes, except for one high school class where they actually taught me to do the uh the film transfer that you were just speaking of but it was in a little box okay yes and and that was always interesting because <clears throat> there was always that one person that would walk up behind you and kind of tickle you to try to screw you up and yes. there's nothing more awkward than having someone tickle you with their hands in the box and you, you're trying to elbow them but not get the light inside it was just yes awkward and it, and it brought it taught me how to mess with people later in life <laughs> um so I mean, when you describe what you want to get, you're going to be very specific on what you want and what you have. Whereas me, I'm more basic, mm-hmm. which, I mean, as I drink a Starbucks coffee, that I guess proves I am kind of basic myself.
0: Um, yeah, but you are drinking a uh, butterscotch?
1: Yeah, that's even more basic. That's oh, basic no, that's, of the basics.
0: That's, that's getting fancy. Oh, I, I don't that's know about f- fancy. No, I, I'm having a regular coffee with cream.
1: Yeah, but I was drinking whiskey before oh, this. Okay. So, I mean, I think that makes me up back yeah. up a little bit.
0: So that's basic now.
1: But, I mean, right now, uh, as of 2018, what I want to get is I need to update my flashes. I would really love to get some, um, al- or the bees, alien bee? Alien bees? I would love to get at least two of them. I mean, you know my lighting setup. You've seen it. Mm-hmm. You've worked with it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the alien bees are good. I know people who have used them, uh, they've been around forever. Uh, you could get... I mean, heck of a deal for uh, you know fraction of what I have friends who own those uh, pro photos, the B ones, and mm-hmm. they're great lights. But in today's world, is it worth paying twenty two hundred dollars? And especially in our area, you know, we're not in L A. You know, we're in the Central Valley of California, where you know most people do not want to pay. A whole lot for anything. anything. So for us to to try to justify that, it is very hard to justify paying that that big. And I, one of my friends, who owns one, he dropped his, and now he's got a twenty two hundred dollar paperweight. Can't be fixed. So you know,
1: there is that. However, there is the the truth that that is going to be a good flash. It's something that you can rely on. It's something that um, is reliable. And that's my big thing. Uh, The ones I have right now, the Model Light on one of them, it's about the size of a fuse. It's maybe an inch long if that. Uh, When it came in, I dropped it. Because I'm an idiot. And and it was just in the softbox, but it broke. It snapped the prongs right off. I ordered new ones off of Amazon, which, by the way, is a photographer's best friend. And... Unfortunately, it was the wrong one, and I got a box of about like 10 of them. I got it for like 30 bucks that I can never use. Yeah, And so that's kind of why I want to go with the Alien B because I know it's a company that I can go through. I know when I say, hey, this broke, they can say, okay, this is what you need, and this is where you can get it. If not through us, then through another distributor. Yeah, <clears throat> And that's important to me as a photographer. It's like I want to make sure that the equipment I have is either decent and it's easily fixable. It's something like, um, like owning, owning an older car. You know, it's something that you know you can get into and fix yourself as opposed to have to deal with the computers and take it to, you know, the dealership and have them do it or a certified mechanic. So that's why I want to go towards the Alien Bees or another company like that. Right. Um, the ones I have right now, they're I got the uh, set off of Amazon for $300. There's three lights right. that you've seen. It. It's decent, it gets the job done. I love working with it, but I do want to upgrade my lighting setup.
0: Yeah. And, you know, Amazon's very interesting. They also make uh, some very interesting camera bags that are gotten good reviews at a good price. So I think they're, you know, they're becoming, you're right, a photographer's a good friend, you know. It's an
1: online thrift shop. Yeah. So. Uh, the camera bag I have actually is an Amazon Amazon Prime gift uh, or a camera bag.
0: There you go. See. It's
1: a nice little backpack, carries a camera and a lens. And a few other toys that I
0: might, if I had a working flash, it'd be in there. But unfortunately, the flash I got doesn't work. Right. Well, you know, the funny thing is I I was looking for a new camera bag because I, I need, my camera bag's an old Tamarack. The bag is great. It's been through hell and back. But the bag itself is heavy. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes when I'm out on a shoot and I'm working with a model and I'm carrying all this gear, they're like, hey. Let me help you. And they'll pick up the bag and they're like, oh my God, what's in here? And I go, a a camera, three lenses, and a flash. And they go, really? That's all it's? And I go, yeah. And the bricks. And the the bag is just, it's not as flexible. So I was looking at the uh, Low Pro and I'm also looking at those Amazon bags. So that's also on my to do list. But you hit the nail on the head about these. uh, buying a good quality flash i used to use photogenics i loved them to death i bought those used and they had a lot of work on them uh, work that's gone through them were they
1: refurbished or were they just bought from a guy
0: i just bought them off of a friend who was getting out of uh he was a photographer unfortunately going through a divorce he just said here man just i'll just buy them uh, and i bought those And those photos, I've put literally thousands upon thousands of shots through them, and they held up. Uh, But they're lights that are made to be used every day, and since I don't have a studio anymore, uh, to use on location, I had the Paul C. Buff uh, battery packs, Mm -hmm. and they were great. They wouldn't power those photogenics because they're 500 watt they're beasts they were true 500 watts so i decided well i need to change something up so i sold them to our friend brandon he one of them he, and those lights are probably 30 plus years old and they're he loves them he's they, still using they, them to this they day they keep going they yeah. keep going I, I and i think one of them still had the original a flash tube on it from when it was new. Yeah, it just kept on going. I think I only replaced one flash tube in probably, what, 15 years I had them.
1: Can you even buy them now, or are they still on Amazon? Have you even thought Uh, about that?
0: Oh, geez, I don't even know. It's kind of funny because there's so many uh, uh, companies that are gone. I mean, I remember, well, Minolta was absorbed by Sony. They bought them out. Pintex is hanging in there, but I don't know how they're going to how much longer. There's so many other brands uh, that have disappeared, and what's it, sad to say, I think it's going to happen also with with uh, other equipment like flashes and probably you know tripods. It's
1: I hear like, you. I mean, Marvel was bought out by DC or by um, Disney, so I mean, that yeah. broke my heart a little bit.
0: Yeah, it's it's that's what's happening, and it's like I have a friend who shoots Leica. And it's like, dang, those those are, again, in today's world, one lens, I mean, it's a beautiful piece of glass. You look at it, it's like, dang, that's big. But $10,000, it's kind of a niche system. So you kind of have to think. Is it that much better? So it's like that's mm, something
1: that some guy that's shooting Vogue or some other you know professional magazine or a paparazzi guy would be. oh, I got ten grand to to kill for a flash. Why not?
0: But you know, uh, for that much money, I'd I'd buy a medium format system. You know, it's again, how how long, how many people are going to keep buying that high end stuff? I mean, in today's world, is that going to be a camera company is going to be absorbed by another camera company actually i have to say that i think camera companies are going to start getting
1: bought out by um things uh companies like samsung and apple and stuff like that just for a simple fact i mean we live in an age we went from film to digital and from digital to camera or to uh the phones cell phones now i i know my dad he had a brick. I'm sure you remember those. He has the actual one. He still has it. You carry it in a bag. The yes. Little, uh, portable yes. cell phone. Yes. <clears throat> that,
0: that, that was a phone back in the day. That was your portable phone.
1: Yep. And it had a, uh, it was wired, which I know any of our listeners, some of them are laughing and some are like wired. Yeah. There was a wired portable phone. It was crazy. Um, And now we live in a time where, I mean, there are, I'm using air quotes here, you know, photographers out there who when a model shows up to a shoot or they go to a shoot wherever they're going to go, they just pull out their iPhone and go, all right, let's start. Now, guys like you and me kind of just like shake our heads and stuff like that. But it is a growing niche. It yeah. really is. Yeah. Um, so I would not be surprised if you see, you know, smaller companies, you know, whether it be accessories or actually camera companies themselves being bought out by Apple, Samsung and other phone companies or even, you know, AT&T or anybody like that who a subsidiary that would actually get some more cash on the side
0: yeah because they, they have the cash flow, I mean Fuji film just bought out Xerox, really Xerox. I did not know that they they were they were absorbed by Fujifilm, and I think as Fuji wants to get into printing because because they're buying them out because I guess of the patents, and you think about Xerox has been around forever, yeah, but then you you think how many people still make copies? They're also known for printers, but most printers today, if you think about it
1: are the cheaper ones. You'll get like the Epson, I think it is. And, you'll, and then I have my Canon, which Canon. I didn't get just because it was a Canon, just because I knew it was a decent printer.
0: Yeah, the Canon photo printers are good. The Epsons are good. He, HP, the Hewlett Packard stuff, it They used to be good. They used to be good. I have I have one at home. I'm not happy with it. It's... Really? it's uh, I went looking because, because being a graphic artist, I sometimes need to scan things. Mm-hmm. I couldn't. Nobody around this area had a standalone scanner, so I had to get this all-in-one HP. It does horribly scanning. Dude,
1: I had the same thing like eight years ago. I loved that printer. I mean, it printed good. It scans good. But after that, I went in to get a new one, and the guy behind the counter said, listen, you don't want to get HP anymore. I mean, that was their last really good model. He goes, if you want to get something, get yourself, you know, like a Canon or something like that. And it was a photo printer because back then I was – I was late to jump onto the bandwagon of using online oh, um, printers. printers, you know, um, but now judging and as we're sitting in my living room surrounded by photos, I've had printed from a, a New Jersey company who's really fantastic nations photo lab. Mm-hmm. I love working with them. Uh, I couldn't do that around here. There's no way they either decides or God forbid someone knows a model and decides to give them, you know, a hard time, which would be awkward. Um, I was actually just reading recently. Um, there was a mother and father in on the East Coast who went on vacation, and the mother was in the bathtub with her children. And obviously, I mean, everyone—it's a bathtub. Everyone's naked, but there's nothing. It was the the thing that everyone has—you know, naked pictures of their kids. Mm-hmm. These are toddlers, like one and three years old, or something like that. I'll have to find the article and show it to you. Um, <clears throat> They went. They came back home. They took their uh, cameras or their stuff to Walmart and said, hey, we want to get these printed. And a lady at Walmart actually called the cops on them for child pornography. And they had their kids taken away for about a week.
0: Oh, yeah. Th- that's happened in the past. I can't remember what famous photographer. I think she was also from back east who would do kids' portraits like that for uh – for uh, families, and I, I
1: think I knew who you might be talking Utah. about.
0: Yeah, and it's it, be, it became a craze because it's like, well, is this this is bad? And Sally yeah.
1: Mann is that the work name? I, that
0: may have been her. Yeah, she
1: she shot her children. I actually oh, have it was her. Yes, yeah.
0: yes, that's right.
1: I actually have. Yes, I actually have one of her books, and I don't like. I have photography books in the corner. You can't see them from here, but there's some right there. I don't have that out here because I don't want anybody to think, oh, well, this yeah. guy's looking at child porn. These are phenomenal photographs. Close. I mean, they're, I, I don't know if you've seen them, but they're beautiful photographs. Yeah, they're,
0: I've seen, but I, I think, I think because of the online age, which yo, know, you have. Bad people out there looking for well, you child have that guy from like Glee, that. yeah, who
1: just recently committed suicide because uh, he got caught with over yeah. fifty thousand images on yeah. his computer system.
0: So it's kind of like we're almost at an age, like you know, we're like, oh, that's bad, you know. So yeah, it's, yeah, the, the internet's been good and bad about that, but yeah, it's
1: it's yeah there's a good side and a bad side just like that's, everything that's right everything else I Like mean, perverts will always find a way
0: yeah they're, they're, everything's it's yin and yang there's good and bad you mm-hmm. know so i mean they said the same thing about digital photography like the old
1: school guys were like oh this is ridiculous this isn't really art you know it's all about the, the the technique and making sure you know what you're doing and this guy doesn't know what he's doing i wouldn't be able to do that film i know i couldn't because I've been working thirteen, fourteen years on with you know cameras, and I still fiddle. You see me during shoes. I'm like, okay, I'll go this way. Nope, that ain't working. I'll go the other way. Mm-hmm. Now it'll work. I I've, I don't know like the terms that you do. I don't use the right. f stops. I don't use ISO, and I just go by feel. So if a photographer were to walk up to me and say, "Hey, what f stop did you shoot this as?" I like, can just go, "Yes, there <laughs> was an, an f stop involved. Uh, there was a camera. And there was, might even be a model involved, but." The answer to your question is in there somewhere.
0: Yeah, I, I had a different background. My teacher, when, when I took a photo class, and at first I was really disappointed. I thought, oh, wow, we're going to get into the darkroom and all this. And
1: oh, no, they have to do all the theory and the, the rule of thirds well, yeah, and the composition. We, we, we
0: got all that, but he made us shoot on slide film. And the whole class is like, why slide film? And, and here's, here's what he said. He says, you're going to learn exposure because with slide yeah. you're either on or you're off so that did help me a great deal that I learned all that basic stuff but yeah that's kind of a it's yeah at first yeah my friends that were uh uh there were wedding photographers around here and one of them said i'll never ever ever do digital
1: and a year later <laughs> he's doing
0: digital and he, uh, of course and so it's just like you have to but i went through the same thing when i went to art school and graphic design classes we, we all had learned we, we we did pen and ink and we did things the traditional way
1: you so you're hand painting your black and white to add color to them all, stuff yeah
0: all that then uh, one day uh Part of the lab was introduction to digital, and uh, that's when the first time I used the Mac, and we were using a program called Freehand. And I wish I could go back and record my classmates, especially when they said, I will never, ever, ever, ever <laughs> use a computer. And it's like, well, guess what? Good you luck. Know, good luck. If you want to get a job, you have to learn it. So you, you just have to adapt.
1: Either that or steal some money from your parents and create a dark room in the garage and don't tell anybody because otherwise you're not going to get anything printed. Well, the funny thing is, it's
0: who's going to keep making film? Kodak man? is done, I think. Uh, yeah, they keep their name keeps popping up, and they're like, "Oh, they finally gonna stop making this paper?" And it's like, "Really? They're still around." So I, I have no. That used to be the eight hundred pound gorilla. They had everything.
1: Now my thing is, if they can make a paper that can also be used in a darkroom, that can also be used in a printer,
0: that might be a way to go. Yes, uh, I have experimented. I can't remember. It was a company out of San Diego. I ordered uh fine art, even a fine art rice paper mm-hmm. and what i did uh, a few years back i converted my epson printer to a black and white printer where instead of the cmyk you know you had all the little things mm-hmm. you converted it so that it had black and all these shades of gray right. and I, i'll try have to find it i found a print the other day they did a great job but the problem i had printing myself especially the older inkjets after a while. Stupid heads would plug up.
1: Yeah, or if you just leave them alone for too long, yes. they'll just dry, so they dry, dry up. up and, and it's like, uh. You find yourself just looking at uh, you're, you're licking your fingers, trying to rub off the top of the head to see if that'll work. Yeah. If you're drunk, you might
0: lick the head itself. Yeah, you may get, yeah. Walk around with a blue tongue and people are like, were you having a lollipop? <laughs> yeah, sure. We'll go with that. <laughs> well, not just that. I, I know someone who has one of those large format Epsons, almost the size of your couch. One of those large. So you can make banners and stuff like he that, makes, right? Well, he was doing his own package printing. Oh. Well, the problem is I, I told him, well, how come you're not using an online service? He goes, no, nah, I like doing my own prints. But the problem was er- every time uh, if the head got misaligned, here he is. He's putting it in the back of his pickup truck and going to L.A. and spending the whole day. Hopefully that they, the service place down there could fix it. Mm-hmm. So that's the only bad thing about doing your own prints, but I right, like I may up to go. eight by
1: ten. It's a way to go, Some, yeah. especially on the fly. Like um, there was a photographer out of Fresno, uh, Lucerian Creations, Rudy. He, um, I think you've met him. I think you've met him here uh, at a barbecue. I think
0: I wasn't at the. I've, I have not been invited yet. BS. Uh.
1: I have invited you. You've either been out of town, probably, but, or you're busy with life probably. And I'm not going to give you a hard time for being busy for life. How dare you sir have a life outside of, you know, hanging out <laughs> with me? Oh my god. No, um, <clears throat> he actually has a little portable printer. Not that big.
0: Oh yes, one of those. Is is it the Fuji one or I don't know. Yeah, um, it the prints almost looks like a passport size picture.
1: It it actually looks like a um Oh, what do you call them shaking? Oh, the
0: old polaroid. It looks
1: like a Polaroid, yeah. Yes. And so, like, when he's at a shoot, um, I have one or two in the kitchen right now, actually. When he's at a shoot, he'll take one and uh, plug his camera into that, and he'll plug and print it right out. And it's really nice. And I think it's a really cool concept for especially, like, model shoots mm-hmm. or uh, event shoots or whatever. For a model shoot, you're like, oh, the models, they have to wait. Like, right. either they'll take a Snapchat, which is also a new thing that some photographers yeah. hate and some like. I like it for behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, or the you know Instagram, they have to wait, right? And This is something where
0: you take the photo, you print it out, and just like take it, Give home. it to them. Yeah. yeah. It's
1: a keepsake, something yeah. they can walk away with. You know,
0: I, I've uh, I've seen, and, and that may be another thing on the to do list to buy. I, I I know which ones you're talking about. I was either listening to another podcast or reading an article online where there's some uh, street photographers that you know. They're out right. and about, and they're shooting, and they'll, they'll have one of these on them. Right on their belt. All right. So yeah. what they do, they're, they're out, and the, they take a great shot, and then they go up to the people and say, Hey, I appreciate letting me take your photo. And mm-hmm. he, he describes what he does, and then he just prints one out for them and gives it to them. Yeah. yeah
1: um, it'd also be really good for events. I, I know that it's already used at events at my company, Christmas Party. They actually use something very similar. It was they called it a photo booth, but what it really was was like a five inch wide freaking
0: printer, and the guy would take in the, the quick shots, and it was just
1: quick and easy.
0: I I had to use one uh, a few years back. I I had to do the Christmas thing for the downtown Vincillians, and those uh, darn Vincillians. Uh, oh, they <laughs> they just yeah, they're they're not like us Tulare people. But I, I'm uh, a little
1: moron, sir. I don't know what oh. you're talking about. I may live in Tulare, but my heart's in a little more.
0: Uh, this is T town now, so you, you have to. You're one of us. Uh, it's like an infection. I'll take antibiotics. I'll be fine. You'll be fine. Just walk it off. <laughs> uh, they got me a little Canon four by six printer, mm-hmm. and I had to do a Christmas event, and I can't remember how many. I must have did sixteen hundred shots, maybe, mm-hmm. and then I had Ray. Did you ever meet Ray? Yeah. Ray Mia, he came with Shot me. Shop by Ray, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I had my Mac laptop, and he was on it, so I was shooting tethered, mm-hmm. and I had a Photoshop template that we had to use this Christmas background. I'd shoot, we'd look at it, print, next, print, and that's how we did it. And Got a little, little, n- little nice little factory system going yeah. on there, yeah. And, and this little Canon, it, it, it was weird because it was like a dye sublimation print. It had this roll. We had, we'd have the extra ones. So it didn't print like an inkjet. So it had like this. It would go. This color film would roll, then the next, then the next. And I, I think, I don't know if it was CMYK or, or what colors they were. I can't remember. And darn little thing just printed. And it would print the whole thing. And then you just clip the ends, put it in a little sleeve, and give it to them. And mm-hmm. it, it worked, and it did a beautiful job printing. It, it actually was like a true photographic print. There was no dots, mm-hmm. but the, the consumables—that little, those little things that we put, those little uh, cartridges that had that film in it—those yeah. things were just outrageously expensive. But how many prints could you get out of it? Ooh, estimation. Estimation. I'm going to guess we would get maybe up to 50 prints in one roll. Mm-hmm. So we would, on, on a typical night, we would have to have, I believe, because we, we did this on a three-day period, we'd probably ha- we'd have four rolls with us. See. Did I just see a redhead go by? She is the Flash. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, it, it, it worked great. It, it was it was an expensive little printer, but it, for what it did and what we had to do, it, it held up. I mean, you, you have, like I said, we must have photographed almost up to close to maybe 1,600 families. Oh, my God. Yeah, they because it was a Santa thing. So they come in, mm-hmm. and then if they wanted the thing, we'd print them for them. How much were they charged for the prints? That's a good question.
1: Now even if you went three bucks per per, per mm-hmm. print, that's hundred and fifty bucks per cartridge. So I mean right there alone that should pay for it That anything. should
0: pay for it, yeah.
1: So I mean you say they're expensive, but if you're doing events with this and you charge three bucks, which is not much at all. Yeah. I mean that's the price of a you know, more a uh, Fiji Fuji water or something like that these yeah. days, which I don't like. Um, you're gonna make your money back and then some and they get a keepsake.
0: Yeah. And and what was nice? It was quick. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to worry about heads plugging up. Oh, I ran out of a cyan cartridge. Can somebody go run down to Costco or, or uh, right. Staples and, and get another thing? Right. So it or was, cord breaking or God yeah. knows what else can go wrong. So it, it it did work and it did it did held up. So I mean, for a little printer, it it was very very you know reliable. Mm-hmm. Now I I have been looking at a new either Epson or Canon, but to get the, the large photo prints, but it's just when you look at the price, you know. Okay, it's. I think I think the Canon was nine hundred. Yeah, I'll just order them online now. It, I've learned my lesson. It's it's like then you look at the the papers for it, and then how much each print costs. So it's something that I, I can't use like once a month. It's right. something you have to use more more often. Which is why it, w- it would be a buy
1: I personally would never make because. <clears throat> it's not something i would ever use very often it would just be a waste of money that's what online stuff like that or right. if, if you have happen to live in the same town as a good printer
0: right which um, we don't have one anymore you used around to here. have one used you used to
1: you and uh, a friend of mine actually used to work
0: either oh, together at or the old albert studio trish and Trishan trish and I don't know if he worked there with you,
1: but he he said that he had worked with you prior.
0: Probably so. I'm trying to think. He
1: recognized your name. He described you to a T. Real real laid back kind of guy. Like, yeah, yeah, that's Tony doesn't talk very loud. Mm Hmm. Um. But there's no good printers in the area. No, no. And like I said, even with the type of photography we do, which is mainly me myself as model. You work with a lot of models, also. But you you branch out in other things. Um, I mean, obviously, you're not going to make a massive banner of a model more than likely, but it's not something I would ever really need unless it was a prank. Like you get the driver's license photo and print it up and and stuff like that. But it's just not a good quality buy for me.
0: No, it's. Or for many people for that matter. Right. This would have to be something, let's say you're doing a lot of. Maybe fine art prints where you sign them yourself, right? You send them to galleries or people purchasing them, but or e- advertising also. But even then, I use a lab out of uh, out of Oakhurst. I'm, I think they're called. I uh, will have to get the name metal and paper. They did uh, actually. I got one of uh, the redhead that was just in here. Uh, Hazel, yeah, Hazel. The black. It was a uh, fine art black and white one. And th- they printed it black and white. Is that where you got that one done? Uh, that one was actually done out of White Wall, out of Germany.
1: Oh, that's right. is that the one? I think Johnny also yes, ordered from there yes, once.
0: Yes, yes. Uh, they do a fantastic job. They're the ones that do the uh, the uh, the the plastic. The uh, mm-hmm. those those. I saw are nice. an
1: advertisement on TV for something similar, and I was going to check them out. Actually, I got it on my phone, the name of the company, and I will tell it to you in just a second because
0: I was not prepared. Well, while we're doing that, this place out of Oakhurst was just northeast of us. Uh, They printed an image just in black with black inks on on a fine art paper, almost like a watercolor. It's a a rag paper. Mm -hmm. It came out phenomenal. And what I liked about it, it came out, what was on my screen? That's what they printed, and the detail on it was fantastic. So I was happy with that. Can I do that myself? Yeah, I guess, but I I, I would have to justify spending nine hundred dollars, which you can't even to yourself. It, it, and then it's just it's going to sit there. It's like oh, okay, there's there's a sh- there's a gallery show coming up. Okay, I print two. You know, it's like
1: it's like having a Lamborghini in the
0: garage. There's right. No
1: points. Really expensive. No points. And you're going to drive around the block once a year.
0: Yeah. Or I'm going to go to the grocery store. I'm going to be driving 35 miles an hour. So it's like, really? I mean, what's the point of having a Lamborghini you're, right. if you're not going to go 200? Yeah. It's it's like you know bragging rights. Or you
1: just lend it to a friend who has a redheaded girlfriend, so you can take her out. <laughs> anyway, the name of that company is fractureme.com. Oh, fracture. Okay. Um, I'm going to check it out. I haven't done it yet. I honestly have not been on my computer in like four days oh. and I got like three sets to go through. I'm sorry, ladies, if you're listening. Um, and I've been addicted to my Xbox and, and you know, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm a little younger than you. So, I mean, you're, you're not into the gaming thing like I am. So uh,
0: not really. I, my generation, we started it. I, oh no,
1: you started it. I'm not the, arguing with,
0: with the Atari. Yes. But the Atari, and, mm-hmm. and you, you're you're looking at a former WoW addict, so. Oh, that's right. World of Warcraft. I forgot about you. Yeah. So about yeah. yeah, yeah. But you learned your lesson. Yeah, I learned it's my still lesson. Addicting. It's addicting. You I know. took a
1: two-week vacation when I was younger, about 24, 25. WoW had been out not too long. And I made the mistake of buying it just to see what it would be like. And yes. they gave me the free week, uh-huh. which we came along with Every No, it was a free month. It was a free month back then. And... uh I started playing it, and my two-week vacation, I was like, I had two days left, I think, or something like that. And I finally woke up from my computer, and I was surrounded by soda cans, and you know, I, I stank up to high heaven. i gained 15 pounds in like nine days. Mm-hmm. I didn't move an inch. So I kind of got away from World of Warcraft after that. I learned my lesson. It's,
0: have you ever seen the South Park uh, episode? I what? don't watch South Park. Oh, no. they, they were hooked on. It's hilarious. You'd have to see it. You'd have to see it. Lately,
1: I've been playing Fortnite, and Brandon plays it with me. As a matter of fact, he messaged me this morning. He's like, hey, Fortnite? I'm like, nah, I'm doing something.
0: That's funny. He's probably got his people that he's doing work for message him. Hey, did you get my pictures ready? Actually, no. He's um, been
1: using Lightroom, which is something I'm not good at. Every time I try to use it, I just stand up, start cussing, and walk away. Yeah, let me me tell you something
0: about Lightroom. Tell me something about Lightroom. It took me... Four tries before I liked it. Four I, tries. I do
1: not have enough whiskey in the world to it's, make me like that thing.
0: I, you know, I I used to use because I'm an Apple guy. I used to use Apple's Aperture, which I loved to death. But then when Apple decided like it wasn't going to support it anymore, I said, okay, let me look at Lightroom. Turned it on. I kept it up maybe 15 minutes. Turned it off. I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't. T- yeah. I couldn't So then, there was a newer night. Lightroom came out. So okay, it's the same thing. So by the time it was Lightroom, I can't remember now. They're all CC. Yeah, it's all CC. CC. It was which
1: is it comes in the photographer's bundle on Adobe. So I have it. I just don't ever use
0: it. It's that Lamborghini again. Yeah. Well, you know, when I'm finding myself, I've been using Adobe products since the early '90s. I, I've kind of it's kind of like. It's going to sound bad. It's it's kind of like being in a bad marriage anymore. It's like I want out because the subscription I got to do every month. Mm-hmm. Because being a graphic artist, I need Adobe Illustrator, Photoshop, mm-hmm. InDesign, and blah blah blah. I'm paying forty nine dollars a month. Really, I'm only paying ten for the photographers bundle. Right. The forty nine because I could I could download Premiere. It's mm-hmm. for everything. Yeah. yeah, I use it for a tax write off. You know, because I have to use this for business, but I'm getting tired. You know, you think about it. I'm paying them more than $500 a year to use their products. Which, So you think about it, for what? I mean, there, now there's no competition. If I want, and everybody I do work for, I guess it's the industry standard. And now I'm like. Well, there's a
1: reason for that. It's a fantastic program. I love Adobe.
0: They're a great company. I I do but you know what they're making so much money give me a better deal all i need is the basic 3 of the, the stuff that i need for graphic design you know and which brings me up to a, one of the other new goodies that i want to try this year i started using a program called uh, on one to do my raw. Brandon has been using
1: that. It's a tether program, I believe,
0: right? You could get you could use it. He may be using on one or uh, what's the other one? It's the there's on one and there's uh, phase one. He may be using phase one.
1: I will I'll message him and I'll ask
0: him right now. He's yeah. probably playing Fortnite Fortnite dying, dying. dying horribly. And so I'm I'm looking to get away actually I just made a new print for the Nudes of November show uh, later on this year and i did everything on on one i didn't even open up photoshop and i sent it off and i got the print back i'm happy with it good actually i like it better to do black and white uh editing to to get my tones right
1: i love working raw on photoshop when i'm converting to black and white i like the idea of using the sliders to move the orange up and down which mm-hmm. is really fun especially if you if you want to be a jerk you can make a white girl black and vice versa which is always amusing. Um, I like to be able to pull the tones of the separate colors, not even just like your highlights and your your low light or your lows, your shadows, but the colors themselves, which I really enjoy, especially if you're doing black and white. black and white. Uh, when I do the stuff by my large window behind me, I put a light outside the window shining in. So it makes, it gives me more of a daylight look. So when I have the model pose again, so if she's wearing something sheer, you're going to be able to see through it more. Or if I want to get a silhouette, I can move over a little bit and still get the same shot. Um, it's amazing. I did not. I forgot how much blue is in light. Mm-hmm. So when I go into black and white, I can actually change how bright that light is by just messing with the blue. And I really enjoy that that uh, that kind of mm-hmm. control I have over the, the colors. Now, if I want to um, be lazy, I can just um, mess with the colors without going to grayscale. And go into the actual Photoshop program itself, and I have a really good um, uh, preset in there. It's made by, and I'm not going to remember now that I'm thinking mm-hmm. about it, but it's a really good black and white preset. So you go in there, and they update it whenever Photoshop updates. But going back to Adobe, what I what I like about it is I started with Adobe Photoshop Five, and I um, I hope you're not listening Adobe. I got it for free. a buddy of mine uh, had a laptop and he was getting rid of it. And he goes, Hey man, I'm going to take all my stuff off of it. Is there anything you want on there that's on there? And um, after going through his pictures and decided I didn't want any of those, he was a freak. um, I decided, well, Hey man, you got Photoshop five on here. You mind if I keep it? He goes, Oh yeah, go for it. It's, you know, registered under me, but it'll update and whatever. Like, cool. Two years later, Photoshop six came out and I paid $700 for it. Yeah. now, you're talking $45 a month. True. $500 a year, that's a lot. But you also paid $15 a month for Blizzard. That's
0: that's true.
1: So um, I would rather pay the $10 a month for a program that continuously updates. I don't have to worry about if it's going to be compatible, compatible with the new Windows. I don't have to be worried if it's going to be compatible with the camera or anything. It's always going to be updated for me. And it's kind of a peace of mind. I don't have to worry. It's like, crap, the new one's coming out. I got to save up $800. I already sold one kidney, you know. Yeah. And I I really like they went to a subscription service. And I had to, you know, think about that for a moment. I was like, oh, subscription,
0: it sounds it, stupid. It's just, if you think about what what the average American pays a, a month, if you think about subscription, cable, mm-hmm. cell phone, you know what I mean? You, you, could, uh, you know, uh, Netflix, I mean – if everybody would look at what they pay, it, it's, it's just the subscription. I, I, I guess I just I want, I want to own it, and then you know I buy it once. That's why I'm looking at another program. If you haven't checked it out, check out a program called Affinity, A-F-F-I-N-T-Y. They're a very, very exciting little company. Mm-hmm. And if I were Adobe, I'd be like, whoa. They're we're going to buy you. <laughs> that, that's probably what they'll do, yeah. They'll probably like, hey, yeah, what's that over there? Oh, are oh, you going to compete against us? Here.
1: Here's a couple million
0: dollars. There's a couple million. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just walk it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll that's, keep
1: some of your guys and some of your stuff to, uh, we'll, install into the Photoshop. Other than that, have a good we'll, day.
0: We'll keep them a couple of years in the dungeon, then we'll let them out every <laughs> once in a while. It's probably what they'll do, but I, it's it's just... I. I I just looked at what I pay every month for subscriptions of everything, and it's just like wow.
1: Oh, I hear you, my my girlfriend Hazel. I I'm glad she doesn't look at my finances. I mean, we've been dating for three years. If she knew that how much I'm paying for stuff, I'm I got Netflix, which I pay for, and I love it. I got Hulu. I have Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. I have um, my Adobe, my Photoshop. Uh, I have uh, Shutter shutter stopper or something like that it's a magazine photo photography shutter or something i forget it's on my kindle that i'm looking at god at least a 100 bucks a month subscriptions alone
0: now add in your this your mm-hmm. payment plan, whoever you, uh, I go, I'm going through Sprint now. I wonder, yeah. who, who are you going through? AT and T. AT T. Oh yeah, AT and Don't
1: bite me, man. I got AT T with uh, they bought Directv. It's all in one, baby. It's all in
0: one. That's 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 how AT T. See, that's another annoying thing because where I live, across town from here, if AT T gives us, well, uh, we went to uh, what's it called? UVerse. So, I love UVerse. Well, hear, hear me out. It's 1.5 megabits, and they're like uh, – you call them up, and they're like, well, hey, you've got 1.5 megabits, and you got a constant 1.5 megabits. You know, they're like, like they're saying, well, you should be happy, you know. So I said, well, I want faster internet because sometimes I have to upload files that are large to clients, and sometimes some of my files could be 100 megabytes.
1: Right. Well, not only that, your Dropbox alone, I, I
0: don't oh, want uh, to know how much you drop to Dropbox. Uh, yeah, I use Dropbox a lot. I don't. And uh, and Adobe goes, Okay, oh, not Adobe. at t goes, okay, well, w- we can give you 25 megabits a second going through U- U-verse, but you have to get DirecTV. And I'm like, I don't want DirecTV. And they're like, well, you want you want faster internet. That's the only way you can get it. Is direct. And then they'll ask, well, who do you get for uh, your TV service? And I'm like, what's up to what's well it has to do with the yeah, we're talking about, do today. about. But you know, so well the reason why packaging. they do that
1: though, the package, if you think about it, the signal goes through the same thing your direct TV is. So it does up how much power you're gonna be getting. Well here's which makes sense. Here's,
0: but- here's what the ATT rep told me though. She said I said, So is, so you're gonna give me this 20, and I have to get it, it's gonna come through the same uh, U-verse. And she goes, No. We'll have to put a dish on your roof. And it's like, well then why do I need it? If it's not coming through the U-verse cable, it's like, and you're going to put a dish in my roof, then what the heck? I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, so I I just, again, it's like, I don't, they're trying to upsell me on something I don't want.
1: Well, now what you're doing is you're broaching to the whole big uh, net shell- new, neutrality thing that's going on right now. Oh, yes. Because part of the problem is that they're saying that your, your, your uh, subscriber, your broadband, or your internet provider... They'll be in control of what you can and cannot see. And, yep. and I was watching another podcast about this, and they were talking about this, and the the head of the FCC FCC was actually on, and she said one of the biggest problems was that you most Americans only have one choice of internet provider. So yeah. if you're with X Y X Y and they just they make a deal with Netflix that, hey, we're going to have your speeds a little faster, then who's going to be a little slower? So people like me who likes to keep up on shows and doesn't like to you know, record because I'm lazy, um, they're screwed because it's either going to be slower or it's just going to be crappy yep. service. And yep. that's part of the problem with what you're talking about, having these companies just co- conglomerate and monopolize almost it everything. monopolize yeah.
0: Because here in Tulare, you either hate AT&T or you hate the cable company. I can't even remember who's the cable company here in town. So yeah, it's 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 one of those things. They get you coming in and going, but that's why I, I want to look up. I want to look at other Adobe alternatives this year. And if they don't work, I mean, it's going to be hard to leave the Adobe walled garden because you know I've been with them since, like I say, the early nineties. Well, it's an open
1: door. You can always come back. Yeah, if you leave and you're like, you know, what this is great. for, and they're a there for fee, like a- but if you're gone for a couple months, you're like, man, this sucks. You don't, You can go right back. The fees won't change. Uh, It'll uh, still be the same subscription service as it was before.
0: That's. I, I am hoping. The, the reason I say that, uh, I because I've been a long-time Adobe uh, uh, customer, they sent me a, a thing uh, to take a survey form. And one part of the survey, they were talking about what if the fee goes to $69 a month, but we give you... X amount of cloud space, and I said, not interested. Yeah, I don't trust cloud space. I, d- I don't want cloud space. Do you know I have? I can't remember. It's a five terabyte drive. That's almost. Do you know how long it would take? I mean, I, it, it, it's that's just ridiculous. I don't want it on the cloud. I only. Hmm. I, it's,
1: it's. Ask those celebrities from 2014 oh, how yeah. they feel about the cloud.
0: Yeah. So. I'm not interested in that, so I I think to me, again, uh, I told them no. I don't. I'm not interested. I'll pay the forty nine a month, and that's it. So I'm wondering down because they have no competition. So if they decide to up the price on across the board, saying, "Well, you know, because of all the R and D we do, and you know, we, we we got all this cloud space. Well, you know, servers cost money to you know run them every month, so." I don't know. I'm I'm kind of worried about – so I, I guess what I'm trying to say, I'm trying to have a plan B.
1: Yeah, you want an out just in case.
0: Just in case. Right. So So that, that's kind of my idea of, of this Adobe thing that's like, so this year I'm going to make it a point to try more and more different software. I'm happy with On1. I may try phase one and whichever everyone works better for me and, and then I could say you know what I'm going to try going the rest of this year without Lightroom
1: mm-hmm.
0: is that's it gonna, easy for me it's like is my life going to change drastically can I still do the same thing and give what clients I have now are happy with and I could still do it in a timely manner fine nice. I don't need to pay that Adobe fee at least let's try it for a year then let's say after a year it says nah I need I have, it back. I have to go back and sell my soul again to the Adobe, you know. So I maybe we'll do that.
1: See, that's the difference between you and me too. Is that you have more clients than I do? I do this more as a hobby. I keep on getting smacked by Hazel about you know charging people, and the few times I I do charge, I undercharge myself. I actually told a uh, a client how much, and I was just kind of shaking my head at a loss because I feel weird about charging people for something I enjoy doing. And Hazel said, no, you're undercharging way too much. You should be asking for X amount. And even the client said, that's not enough. I'm going to give you X amount. And it was the same amount that Hazel told me. And she didn't let me live it down for about a day or three.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, that, that, that's a good discussion for another day on how to price ourselves. Because that is – it. I had to it's say difficult. – It's difficult at first. and uh, I, It's like how do you tell people,
1: oh, okay, I'm going to charge you uh, – I'm throwing out a number. $100 for 10 images. That's $10 for an image. Mm-hmm. It's like I feel like I don't want to turn into that those guys that do senior pictures that, you know, here's your package for $300. You get 12 8x10s and 500 wallets that you'll never give all of them out to ever. Yeah. And you'll get a CD, but you can't do anything with this, this CD. It's like, eh, I'm good off all that. That's It that sounds kind of... It sounds like they're screwing over everybody.
0: Well, it's it. I could see your point there because I think back in the day, uh, you didn't have much of a choice. Mm -hmm. You know, you went to photographer A, B, or C, and then they all had the same packages. Now you do have more choices, but I I would say I try to value my my time more and more. But I run into the problem is, and this has happened to me so many times, well, uh, you know I could find people to do it cheaper elsewhere. They're talking about going to Craigslist. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Have fun with that. Go ahead. And they're like, well, really? You're, you're not going to mm-hmm. try to barter with me? And I'm like, no, yeah. no. If you want to go to Craigslist, hey, go find you a wife on Craigslist and a photographer and what a handyman do it. A trailer. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm not going to compete against that because I can't. I mean, I mean, somebody told me. I think it was uh, it was Crystal last week. There's a guy on Craigslist locally, thirty dollars for thirty minutes. And I'm thinking, okay, well, let's say he drives from here to Hanford. That's what uh, about twenty five minutes or so? Yeah, roughly. That's about what uh, one way twenty five miles. Mm-hmm. So you're so, talking about fifty miles? Fifty miles you're driving to and from. That's not
1: even counting any cross streets or intersections or whatever, traffic.
0: So the time, your gas, then you're going to come back home and you're going to process them. You're going to go, and he's probably going to, and most of these guys probably over edit. So he's going to do all that to, to make $30. So you figure how much of that $30 is he putting or she putting in his pocket. So it's stuff like that. It's like, you know. Let the people who want, and I guarantee you. Let me add this: he or she is going to work harder for that thirty dollars because people are going to want more for nothing than it's worth. So right
1: now, because if you tell them I'm going to charge you hundred bucks, they're going to be like, "Oh crap, a hundred bucks!" He knows what he's doing. I can't argue with that knowledge.
0: Right, right. Okay, great. Let's end it there for today. Uh, I say let's keep going. You want to keep going? Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I need to take a break. Uh, so, where can we find you, Dave? Well, I am. I am now on Instagram under
1: DPCS five um, five nine, and I am on Facebook under DPCS photo. And I'm pretty sure on your site you'll have my email address, so I can give that to you. It's not a big deal. But it is DPCS at yahoo dot com okay. or DPCS five five nine at yahoo dot com. I'm sorry.
0: Okay, great and everybody can find me at either dot studios.com or at Avila 64 on Instagram. Uh, I seem to be posting there anymore. I don't even get on uh, uh, Facebook. That's show you how long I, I've been on there.
1: We should definitely talk about social media in one of the future ones.
0: Oh yeah. It's I love social media, but it's like uh, Facebook, I don't want to see people's drama, but yeah, that's that's a good Thing for another Jerry, day Jerry. <laughs> All right, great And I uh, just want to leave off to Open. This has been Aperture Priority And uh, open up that aperture And let some creative light come in And yeah, keep shooting
1: Priority is an Avila Studios production. For more information on what Avila Studios has to offer, please visit us on the World Wide Web at avilastudios.com